Hello, I'm Lynn, and welcome to Gentlemen Don't Get Caught, a podcast where me and my good friend Ali... Greetings! Talk about... <laughs> you weren't expecting me to do it that way, were you? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Um, talk about the music of R.E.M. This is the first episode of Life's Rich Pageant, uh, the third studio album. Uh, from R.E.M. and we're here to talk about the very first song of course beginning at the beginning with Begin the Begin I think you'll find it's the fourth album is it? yeah Murmur Reckoning <gasps> Famous Reconstruction it is the fourth album how did we get to the f- how did we get to the fourth album? <laughs> sorry it's because I derailed you with my weird weird intro greeting <laughs> yeah that's what I'm gonna say it is <laughs> just playing mind games to throw you off or are we just not talking about the previous album? <laughs> Uh, no, we're, we're talking about the previous Fables album, of but the we're Recon- not talking about the Fables previous Fables of the Reconstruction, now. does it even exist? Does it even exist? We've just done a whole podcast series about it, so Probably. Maybe. On balance, it happened. Yeah, exactly. So four whole albums, and we're not, we're only just, you know, in the mid-80s. That's very productive. Yeah, I think we're, after this album, I think we'll be a quarter of the way through or something. Mm-hmm. Or almost just over. I think like halfway through this album's a quarter off the top of my head, something like that. Yeah, I mean they do that thing of when a band is in its early stages, you kinda have to release an album pretty much every year to kind of keep the momentum going. Well they were fairly prolific until like really the latter half of the nineties. Yeah, I guess so. And then they were just super massive and just the process of touring to get to everywhere that wants to have a gig, that's just like two years. <laughs> Yeah, I think the the big gap start between Up and Reveal, I think, was quite a big gap. Gotcha. And then from Reveal, Accelerate, is it around the sun? Or is it... Maybe. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> we will find out eventually. <laughs> Who knows? It's the mysteries. It's the mysteries of this millennia. Millennium. Millennium. <laughs> this is John Madoka Court Podcast where we talk about Robbie Williams. <laughs> Not if we can help it. <laughs> We've managed to avoid it so far. Still time. Still time for rebrand. <laughs> Strategic group positioning. What on earth was I talking about? Begin the begin. <laughs> we have not begun the begun. Yeah, there, begun is, the begin. there is something quite ironic about a very ponderous intro to this song that's opening this new album because it really is the opposite to a ponderous album intro song it's really coming in with like left hooks and haymakers and other kinds of punches because it's yeah it's quite the opener it is it's fun it sounds quite grunge yes iris is a little early for like proper grunge yeah i think i think you might have some like bands around that in Seattle that people would kind of go, oh yeah, in hindsight they were kind of proto-grunge, mm. but yeah. Actually, I think I think Soundgarden had started up by this point. I don't know at what point the term grunge was like coined and applied to music, because I think it existed as a word, but wasn't a genre of music before then. But yeah, don't know about you, but do you think we've had a song so far that rocks quite as hard as this one from R.E.M.? I don't think we have. I don't think so. The drums are really punchy. Like, you've got this kind of uh, jagged riff just to open the hmm. song. And then you've got some kind of seething 
feedback. And it's kind of really like, oh, they're almost like a hard rock band. Definitely, definitely is much more rock in a kind of direct way. Yeah. Rather than in a very broad genre way. Yeah, um, I really like the guitar rhythm in the verse. It's kind of like mm. got this sort of crackling and chugging kind of quality, which I like. They've got a little bit of a uh, studio trick on there that I spotted. Oh, what's this? Um, I think it's sort of into the chorusy bits. You've got like a mm. reverse cymbal sound. It's this shh. Yeah. And you get that from just reversing a, like, just recording a cymbal sound and then playing it in reverse and it just goes does this like odd effect it's very 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 common but i didn't know that was how it was achieved until like 15 years ago when i actually recorded uh, a few songs with a professional producer <laughs> and he was like oh do you know what this could do with this could do with the reverse cymbal and i'm like what <laughs> and he was like oh well you would have heard this before and i was like oh so that's what that sound is um, so they use they use that on this track. That's pretty cool. It's one of those things which I guess you can't really replicate live. At least you'd kind of have to have a backing track. And I don't think REM are the sort of band that would use one. Or a beatboxer. Yes. Someone with some electronic stuff plugged in. But yeah, that doesn't seem like that would be something that would be happening in 1986 REM. <laughs> no. So yeah, it's heavy. It's grungy. Um, I was going to say it's the rock. It's the rockiest track so far. I'm trying not to talk about the next track, which I think may beat it for rockiness. Mm. But we will uh, We'll get there next time. We so, will. Yes. Uh, there's a teaser. Indeed. Um, so this song had largely, even though I'm moderately familiar with this mm. album, this song had largely... Uh, past me just being, uh, oh, the opening track to the album that I like the rest of. <laughs> was it a year or so ago, two months ago? Uh, I think I started thinking about it more purely because I was listening to The National. And on one mm. of their more recent albums, there's a song, quite a melancholic song that doesn't seem like this, where he talks about that he's listening to R.E.M. again. Oh. And there, the, the lyric is, begin and begin over and over, begin to begin over and over. <laughs> um, and I was thinking, if I was just going to sit and listen to an R.E.M. song on repeat... This seems like a strange one to pick. This for wouldn't me. necessarily be the one you would choose. Yeah, not because I don't like it, just because I don't know, when I'm listening to a song on repeat, it's not usually something that's quite as heavy. Smashy. <laughs> but that is just personal preference. So I should not Because you're a very chilled out dude. I should not rock shame people. Yeah, stop the rock shaming, Lynn. It's just relentless with you and the rock shaming. Let's try and think of any like really rocky songs that I've just listened to on repeat. I guess uh, A More Perfect Union by Titus Andronica, so I did go through a phase, mainly because that's quite a good song to drive to in a like angry driving way. Oh, I don't even don't even know that so, one. So, recommendation. Also, recommendation, drive sensibly. Also, drive sensibly, yes. Uh, if you're not going to drive that sensibly, drive not that sensibly in a car with a very small engine, which is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> which is still unsafe, and you still shouldn't do it. As a public service announcement, but, you know. Yes. Do, do we have anything to say about the lyrics in this yes, one? We do, and that comes with an apology for my comments on the previous album saying that I didn't think of R.E.M. as a particularly political band. Hmm. Uh, well, all the lyrics on here <laughs> seem like they're pretty political. Uh, silence means security, silence means approval. All that kind of stuff. It's all very relevant in 2020, isn't it? Mm, indeed. Let's begin again, like Martin Luther. 
Yeah. So it's all uh, it's all reformation. It's all um, you know. Let's just pack this whole thing in and 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 try again. Yeah. This this album definitely because I I knew of them as being a band that kind of did eventually become quite political, but mm. but apparently they were sort of a bit reluctant about that, but kind of felt sort of obliged at a certain point. Right. That's interesting. Uh, but yeah, it definitely seems a bit more forefront with this album like stuff will jump out yeah and the 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 martin luther line really uh stuck out to me and it almost kind of like matches the the music you can almost like the those drums you can almost see like someone hammering something to a door mm. you know like yeah. the <laughs> 95 theses wittenberg we've even got words like in the insurgency began and you missed it we missed it we're too late uh however i looked for it and i found it so that was convenient. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's a bit more... I feel like it's a bit more proactive than some stuff where it was like, oh, this thing happened and I didn't catch it or like, we've forgotten about this or we should think about it. It's much more like, oh, the incendiary began, we missed it, but I went looking for it anyway. Like, I, like these things are continuous and just because we're not necessarily... Permanent revolution, Lynn. Permanent revolution. <laughs> well, quite. Permanent revolution and just because we're not in a time which is kind of recognised for like... Well, I guess we are a bit in 2020. Yeah, you're not in a time where there's like an obvious uh, revolution or a kind of rebellion against the political norms. Like, you can go find it. Yeah. You can go find it. That just because you're not in the vanguard doesn't mean that you shouldn't do something. Yes. Something positive. Sorry, prior to this, I just watched a video about Flat Earthers and it was a little bit depressing. So. Uh, yeah, I, I can imagine. Because, I don't know, it was kind of weirdly sympathetic and I kind of get it. Like, it's just... The world is shitty and a lot of, you know, I think a lot of those conspiratorial things come from a kind of an awareness of that. I think a lot of people have, like, regardless of your political beliefs or whatever, that something seems off about the world. Yeah. And it just seems like the opposite way to go about it. It's like the way it's kind of an escapist, like an escapist fancy thing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing I've heard about the appeal of a lot of conspiracy theories is is the idea that you kind of want somebody to be in charge, even if they're nefarious. Yeah, and you want someone to blame. Like, mm. the world is... It's big and huge and complicated, which it is. Well, I guess it's the same appeal as populism, really. It's the idea that someone's saying that there's simple solutions to things, when usually there's not. Yeah. Um, but it's too hard to... And this isn't... You know, I'm trying to be sympathetic. It is hard. <laughs> Difficult. Because often there's not simple solutions to these things. Obviously, I'd rather live in a democracy than not. But quite often, the thing, like the systemic changes that you have to make to actually improve things, take mm. more than an electoral cycle to play out. Yeah, so definitely. often political parties will kind of go for the quick wins rather than the you know the the actual things that need to be done because mm. they won't actually benefit from doing them at the ballot box um of course you can instead of going for quick wins go for quick stupid things that don't even qualify for a win just (laughs) just to you know hypothetically put that out there but uh can't think of any specific examples no it's difficult and like like i get it i get on a personal level that I mean, in politics too, and sometimes at work and stuff, you know, you want stuff to change and it's frustrating when it doesn't change quickly enough, but... Yeah, and smashing things is a form of change. 
Yeah. Smash League has definitely form changed. Are you are you becoming a neo luddite, Ellie? Maybe you're a neo luddite. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Throw your shoes into your keyboard. I guess you don't work with like. <laughs> Actually, you do work in a place with machines. I, I Throw d- your shoes in the machine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's something charming about the idea of a neo-Luddite as well. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of entomologically. Entomologically? Yeah, it's just... Not the one that's about insects, the other one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Et- etymologically. Entomologic- entomological is about the study of mythical tree-like creatures in Tolkien. <laughs> Sorry, travelled a long way for that frickin' punchline. No, I enjoyed it. It was, it was totally worth you, it. You were a charming man for humouring me. Justify your old fear. It's a, I'm, a, I'm an enabler. I'm a bad pun enabler. <laughs> all right, so uh, we have begun the begun. We have begun the begun. Uh, the only other thing I've got in my mm. notes is that I kind of like the way that near the end there's sort of space for guitar and it's like, let's begin again. Begin the big. It's like a very obvious break in the mm. singing, which I kind of really liked. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly, that's not how it goes. But there's a very defined ending. I know we talked previously about sort of fade outs and like uh, ambiguous endings and weird chords and that kind of thing. And here, there's just percussion smash. Emphatic. It's done now. It's done. It's it's over. Move on to the next one. Yes. <laughs> well, on that note, let's move on to the next one. Smash. Smash. I don't have a drum kit, so I had to hit the desk. <laughs> All I'm doing now is looking around my room for, for things to, <laughs> to make throw. percussive noises with. Exactly. All right. So. Yeah, quick, stop me. Onwards stop me. to victory, comrades. <laughs> Bye, Yeah. Brought it back. Brought it all back. I wonder what it sounds like if I hit a penknife against a mug. Eh. Not as emphatic as uh, as you might want to. I have I have a hairbrush and a table. Okay, do it. Oh, <laughs> that actually knocked a. <laughs> that's that spoiled the edge of my table. Oh no, that's awful. It's it, well, have, it's okay. not a very snazzy table, so we're fine. Okay. That cabinet is not making noise. I hope. <laughs> I've got two mugs now. I've got two mugs and a pen knife. Cool. Okay, one says, one's advertising the Guardian newspaper that presumably someone got at a student fair. <laughs> and the other one says, long hair is dangerous. They're selling hippie that, wicks in just... Woolworths, man. Uh, was that another Young Ones reference? No, it could have been, but it's actually it's actually from Withnail and I. A film that I've definitely seen. Yes, with me, because I made you see yeah, it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, on that note, and noting that long hair is dangerous, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next episode. G- goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, listeners. Turn on narrator. Toggle switch. On. GDGCpodcast at gmail.com. Is Kidderminster in the Midlands? I don't know. I think it is in the Midlands, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>